Blog Talk Radio. Hi, everybody. Welcome to Ann Ortley's Weekly Weather. My name is Ann Ortley. It is 6.30 on a beautiful December evening, December 13th, 2020. And I'm broadcasting here from the bright red desk with Remo, who was here a few minutes ago, but appears to have left the room. Um, and we are on the eve of an eclipse. Woohoo! It's coming tomorrow. Um, so we want to kind of go, yes, yes, eclipse, eclipse. And, of course, it's a new moon eclipse, and it's a juicy one. And, of course, for the new moons, we always have a new moon ritual, which I'll have tonight at 730. Um, If you want to sign up on my website, there's a link there. And if you get the newsletter, there's a link there. And if you're on Facebook, there's a link there. So, uh, yeah, new new moon eclipse. Now, this big one is a total baby. It's a total eclipse of the sun. It's going to be visible over South America. Last time when we had it there, that was when Margaret Thatcher invaded the Falkland Islands, or one of the you know one of these versions. Um, it also is on the uh, President of the United States. Is this eclipse is the one Donald's born under, um, and so the eclipse is on his uh, moon. He's born on a full moon eclipse. This eclipse is on his moon in the fourth house, third house, fourth fourth fifth. So. The eclipse is on the moon. The moon is the home. So tomorrow the electoral college is meeting, and we're gonna. He's probably gonna be told he's got to move. Right? He's got to get a new home. But for all of us, the eclipse is somewhere in our chart. Wherever you have 23 Sag, that's where the eclipse is, and it's going to herald in a new, uh, new chapter, a new story. Now in a week, we have the Jupiter Saturn conjunction that we've been waiting for all year, which finishes up our journey of transformation this year. One of the things I had said way back when was we're caterpillars and we're, you know, living on a leaf. We're really happy. And, you know, we've been told, okay, we're going to go through transformation. And, you know, you'd say to the caterpillar, yeah, your string's going to come out of your butt. You're going to hop on the tree branch. You're going to make a little cocoon. You're going to crawl in the cocoon and then you're going to turn all black and gunky, and you're going to transform, metamorphize, change, change, and then you're going to hatch. And then when you hatch, you're going to have wings. And your wings are going to dry, and they're going to learn how to fly. Well, this is the week we hatch. Okay? You've been hanging on that little cocoon this week, next week, over the next few weeks, but the hatching is happening. We're going from Earth. Caterpillars live on the Earth, right? They hang on the leaves. And we're going to air, fly through the air. That happens next Sunday, next Monday, the Jupiter and Saturn. Now, you can go out and watch them all week long. Go out, find a southwest horizon, and look, right after sunset, they will be right up there. You can't miss them. They're huge. They're hanging out together. It's even covered on Yahoo. (laughs) They're calling it the Star of Bethlehem. Last time it was there was 800 years ago. They are correct. Um, So they're going to meet up there, and you want to kind of just go watch. All week long, they're going to get closer and closer and closer, and then next Monday they meet, and then they're going to slowly start to separate. So totally encourage you. But also what that means is this week, as Saturn uh, goes into air, and then right behind him Jupiter goes into air, they both take off, and then they meet up, and they start a new 20-year cycle where we fly. We're leaving behind that little caterpillar leaf. And I know some of you are like, I like my leaf. I'm like, I like my leaf too. 
<laughs> but we're going to launch. And so the metamorphosis, we're at the moment of change. Now, you know, you can't make this stuff up. Now they're sending vaccines out, right? So COVID, you know, we got, I mean, it's not over by any means, but we have the ability to be able to leave our houses, the ability to be able to fly, you know, we'll be able to get on airplanes again and go visit. We'll be able to go visit my sister in Germany. You'll be able to go visit your friend in in Toledo, Ohio. We're going to be able to move. So it, it's understanding our wings were hatching, our wings are drying. We're not dry yet. We haven't hatched yet. And if you've ever been to the butterflies, never watched butterflies hatch, it isn't easy. Uh, so you know, you know, like I went to the Museum of Natural History has a butterfly room, and you go in it. And um, they have all the little guys hanging out. And you're not allowed to touch them. And you get to watch them struggle to get out. So Google on the Internet, butterfly hatching. And watch how much work it – and, of course, it's time-lapse. So you're not actually seeing it pause and rest, take a breath. Okay, let me wiggle out my left leg. Okay, okay, now let me wiggle out my right antenna. Okay, okay. You know, we're hatching. Not easy. Hatching's not easy. Chickens hatching. When I was a kid growing up, we had a farm. Not a farm, but we had, my father had a farming phase. <laughs> and uh, we had geese. And the geese eggs came in the house, and they sat in an incubator in the kitchen. You know, it was a fish tank with a heat lamp on it, you know, to watch the geese hatch. Right. So when they crack that little egg and they try and get out and they're all wet and gooky and then they dry off, I mean, it's, it's a job, man. It's a job to hatch. So we're all hatching this week. The eclipse is on the south node of fate. It also is a release, release. No apologies to Kathy for making her release. Cause every time I say release, release, she has to go to the bathroom. Um, release, release, release. But it's also a new beginning. Start that new chapter and begin the new story. Uh, and and launch into the new direction. So that's the other part that's really important, that launching into the new direction, the new thing. And I apologize for the beeping on the phone. I have had to switch my phone after 46 years with Verizon. They're not covering my phone line anymore. So I switched to Spectrum, which interrupts with little beeping sounds, which I haven't quite gotten used to yet. Um, So I know that's what I thought, oh, my God, did Blog Talk hang up? I'm like, oh, it's that Spectrum call waiting thing. so again, I lost my phone line. Right, this is very traumatic for a Virgo to lose their phone. I <sighs> got the kept kept the phone number. Lost Verizon. Verizon and I broke up because um, my building doesn't want to do fiber optic, and you know whatever. What are you gonna do? So anyway, we're hatching. We're releasing. It's a new moon eclipse. It also says go back a week, two weeks to the full moon eclipse that we had. It also says go back to to the June eclipses where we started new stuff. That eclipse was, was on the world point. Remember that one on June 21st with the Sun-Venus conjunction in Gemini back the beginning of June? Now we're seeing the results of it because eclipses kind of work in pairs. You know, they, whatever opened up in June kind of closes up now with a whole new beginning. But because in a week, this week, we have Saturn changing signs, Jupiter changing signs, and the two of them getting married on the 21st. We're going to a wedding. We're going to a party. We're going to get married, and they're going to fly off in their Aquarian energy, and we're all going to go, can we Can we ride with you? <laughs> and so similar to the Wizard of Oz when Dorothy's standing there, and uh, the balloon took off, and, and she's like, oh, my God, now how do I get to Kansas? And then Glenda comes over and says to her, your shoes, clap, click your heels together, you can get home to Kansas anytime. Watch for things leaving 
and new opportunities arriving kind of simultaneously. And a lot of times when we watch something leave, we kind of stare at the door. And we're not really paying attention to what's coming in as it enters. But this is a big one because we have a departure and we have an entrance. And so those two stories are kind of going on simultaneously. It's really important. And, of course, next week we also have the Capricorn ingress, which is when the sun is at the lowest down there at the bottom of um, the bottom of Earth. 2327 Capricorn. And we begin then each day gets a minute lighter every day in southern Australia, the southern hemisphere, those guys get a day shorter, a minute shorter every day. But we're about, we're going in. We're going into that space. And it's really important remembering to breathe. A lot of anxious energy in the sky. I was talking to somebody who listens to the podcast I do with Amanda Walsh, and I'd said, well, this week could be a two to a 300 you know, it could be either, depending. And so she said, you know, Monday and Tuesday was a two. The back half of the week was a 300. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, okay, <laughs> that works. So uh, variable speeds, these are mutable planets, changing quickly. Don't quite know what they're going to be, but we do know the point of it is new birth, release, let go, initiating energy, and then shift from earth to air, crack that little papyrus the little cocoon open crawl out of it crawl out of your chrysalis play leonard cohen's anthem he says the crack is where the light gets in it's a beautiful song he's got a really craggy voice the the crack is where the light gets in it's much better than when you hear him sing it but um but he talks about in that song you know the ending of things and the beginning of the new things and it's really important Uh, As we give birth to this new chapter, because it is a new chapter, we wrap up the old and we say, okay, that story is done and finished. And now what's the new chapter arriving? Very turbulent energy, earth to air, kind of like when you take off on an airplane. Remember, that's like my least favorite time. My my cousin Joe was my mother's cousin. He was really Uncle Joe for us, but we called him Cousin Joe. He was a pilot for Pan Am. (laughs) <laughs> my mother was not a happy flyer. You know, she did not like to fly. She would do. My father would get her Valium, and she would do Valium and hang on to the. I mean, she would take like lots of Valium and be like wide awake. And Uncle Joe, who was a wild, crazy Sagittarius, of course, because he's a pilot, he said to my mother, "Well, yeah, you know, the, the the eleven minutes when you're taking off, that's the most dangerous time, and then when you're landing, it's a controlled crash." <laughs> and my mother was like. I really didn't need to hear that, right? So every time a plane takes off, I sit there with my little hands on my arms, and I go, I just have to get through the first 11. If we get off the ground and we're off for 11 minutes, we'll be okay. So we're doing that this week. We're taking off. We're leaving the, we're leaving the ground. We're taking off for air. So it can, you know, if you don't like to fly, I mean, those of you who like to fly, I mean, I like to fly to get someplace, but I hate taking off and landing, and I always close my eyes, which is really, would make me a very bad pilot. Um but we're going to move, we're going to shift, we're going to change, we're going to go. And so it's really, you know, deep feeling. Uh, it is a time with Mercury, Sun, and the Moon in Sagittarius. Extra careful with fire. Fire is a big deal this week. South Node fire, lots of fire losses, opportunity for fire losses, no unattended candles. Also an opportunity to take off 
as we leave the Earth and we go to air, we leave the Earth and we go to air with Jupiter and Saturn, that shift in energy from Earth to air, remember Earth is grounding down to Earth here, air is I'm out of here, I'm off. So of course we know eclipse seasons have often a lot of deaths. My cat passed, we've had all these different people emailing me you know, about relatives dying or um, people leaving or, you know, and of course we have our COVID death numbers where we're losing over 3,000 people a day um, to that virus. And, uh, you know, so it is a time of being aware of loss, taking care of yourself, recognizing eclipses make everybody super anxious. So if you find yourself really anxious, tossing and turning, I was up all night last Thursday, tossing, turning, tossing, turning, tossing, turning. And I, you know, I, I just couldn't sleep. Eclipses are supercharged. We're also having a lot of electromagnetic waves coming off the sun with solar flares that are very big. And they're actually, interestingly, in the same place they were in the 60s. There's a big pot that when the solar flares happen, you have civic unrest. So there's a lot of civic unrest because the solar flares are bombarding us with electromagnetic waves. So you get the idea. It's one of those weeks you want to be a little bit like, okay, I'm on this. I got this. But boy, this is a lot of stuff. And I'm like, uh-huh, it is, it is. But it's okay. We know we're at the back. We know we're hatching. We know we got a crack in the papaya. We're, pot, we're figuring out how to get out. We're going to dry our wings. We're going to fly. We don't have to fly by next week. We're just drying our wings. But we are ready now for this metamorphosis. So it also is very much Jupiter and Saturn meeting up. Last time they met up, 800 years ago, Magna Carta got signed, where we changed how we thought. And we said, kings aren't kings. They have to follow the rule of law. And I don't have to worship you anymore. You're not descended from God. Even if you think you're God, you're just a king. You put your pants on one leg at a time. You take your socks off one foot at a time. And you can't lock me up because you don't like me, even if you say lock her up, lock her up. You got, you know. And so the Magna Carta got passed. And it made people go, I'm free. I can follow my own rules. I don't have to follow those rules. I don't have to listen to you. It started the English and and thus the American jurisprudence of habeas corpus. You have to produce the body. You can't just throw somebody in the dungeon and leave them there. Big shifts. Big, big shifts. Expect illumination. Expect passion. Expect that we're going to understand this and we're going to work with this on a different level And then once those planets shift signs, we're just not so grounded, we're not so bogged down, we're not so on Earth, we're we're actually able to fly again, kind of take off, feel a little better. But it is eclipse energy, so it's very intense. It's similar to when a light bulb blows out or, you know, your computer crashes. Remember the death screens, the blue screens of death that Microsoft used to do all the time? They're really very stable operating systems these days. in the old days, it used to go blue, and you'd be like, oh, it's crashed. Um, so that energy of popping the light, chirping it off, disappearing, and it is an electromagnetic pulse. So the light on the sun gets blocked by Earth, by the moon, so the light doesn't land on Earth, right? The moon goes between the sun and us, and it blocks it. And, of course, it's through South, Af- South America, so it's the Antarctic and the bottom part of South Africa, including the Falkland Islands. And... Uh, so we'll see what happens. But it's big. And it does affect everybody even if we can't see it, but we'll feel it. Right? We're going to feel it energetically. So just gentle, gentle, kind, kind. 
Everybody's a little wired. And we're going to do a new moon ritual. Now, there are people that go, uh, oh, new moon ritual on eclipse. I don't know. It's not an out-of-control energy. It's a very focused energy. But you always want to add into it, you know, for the greater good. So don't be afraid of it because it is a new moon. It's always fun to have a new moon. But it's on the note of fate. So it's very much about that direction, where we're headed. So it's big and fun and juicy and transformative. And wow, let's go for it. So that's the forward motion for the week. And a new moon eclipse ritual tonight, 730. Um, You can also order it and do it whenever uh, next week after the eclipse um, hits. You can do it later in the week. Um, we talk about it tonight. We don't actually do the ritual because I let you do that at your own desk or your own table or whatever. Uh, so it's more of an instruction if you've never come before. Okay, so let's talk about the energy this week. Uh, as I mentioned, the Sagittarius sun is going to move into Capricorn. So sun goes from 23 Sag to, to Capricorn. And the sun, of course, meets up with Mercury, combust at 28 Sag on December 19th, which gives us a very... Mercury has combusted the sun, makes everybody very opinionated, okay? Again, you know, you, you, you've heard me warn you, oh, Mercury's combust, they're going to argue with you. Don't, don't necessarily argue with them if you don't want to have a fight. Um, Mercury also squares Neptune this week, and he is, uh, you know, where, you know, you're going to find out things you didn't know about, plus Mercury hits the node of fate tomorrow the 14th. Um, and he's on the south node. So this can be news of an ending, a leaving, a departure. And Mercury also is trying to Mars on the 14th, which says, okay, now that that's been handled or said, now we're going to move forward. Mercury is also trying to Eris, the goddess of discord, on the 16th. So people are kind of in the mood to argue a little then. And um, uh, Mercury enters Capricorn on the 20th. So the sun enters Capricorn on the 21st. Mercury enters Capricorn on the 20th. The sun doesn't have particularly hard aspects this week except for that combust with Mercury, which I don't consider it hard. He's just, you know, he's got his opinion and he's sticking to it. And the sun, of course, goes into Capricorn on December 21st uh, at 5 in the morning. So the sun's not doing a lot this week, but Mercury is because the sun did all this stuff last week. Venus this week, and so Mercury runs from 18 Sag to two, 1 Capricorn uh, this week. Uh, Venus runs from 27 Sag in or 27 Scorpio into Sagittarius. Eight looks to be eight Sag. Let me see next page. Nope, she goes to 10 Sag. So again, another planet. So the Sun's changing signs. Mercury's changing signs. Venus leaving Scorpio, where she's very intense, very passionate, and she enters Sag on the 15th at 11:21. So she's intense and focused and running running intensely. Sagittarius right now, Jupiter's still in Capricorn, so it's a little bit depressed, not bad, but it's not as high as she's going to fly once Jupiter gets into Aquarius. But she is change, changing from Scorpio. She makes a partnership deal on the 14th, good, good opportunities for locking down partnership. She also has a sextile to Jupiter on the 14th, which gives her uh, really big visioning for the new direction. And then she has a sextile to Saturn on the 15th because she's in water and she's sextiling the boys in um, Earth, right? Last week she had a sextile to Pluto. So she's figuring out what she wants to do on the 15th. Then she enters Sagittarius uh, on the, later on the 15th. And then she has a very nice aspect 
adjusting energy on the 21st around how she's going to proceed, you know, the technical difficulties or the technical details of how she's going to proceed. It doesn't have to be difficulties, but there's going to be some block that has to be adjusted. And then next week on the 22nd, uh, she has a lot of hard aspects to because she's in Sag now, to Mars and to Eris and to Pluto. So that's a little cranky, cranky on the 22nd. But that's okay. Not not bad. Venus is, Venus is good with cranky. She'll just yell a little because she's in a fire sign. Um, Mars this week on the 22nd gets to, he's at 23, 24 in Aries. He gets to Eris, the goddess of discord, on December 22nd. So that can be a little cantankerous. Um, he, you know, he's in a hard aspect to Pluto. So there's this, the power struggle thing that we've been going through, whether you've got a power struggle with, you know, going to the Supreme Court or the election results, or you're having a power struggle with your family, the power struggle part's about to shift. Thank God. Uh, and Jupiter, of course, goes into Aquarius on December 19th. Now he's been in earth, bumping around in earth since last November and now he's taken off a year ago, November. Now he's going into Aquarius. Yeah, on December 19th. And he meets up with Saturn, as I mentioned before, on December 21st. Saturn this week goes into Aquarius on December 17th. So he's going to be at zero Aquarius and he's partnering on December 19th. So now think about this. We got Venus changing signs, Jupiter changing signs, Saturn changing signs, the Sun changing signs. Venus changing signs, the Mercury changing signs, and of course the Moon changes signs every two and a half days. That's a lot of turbulence, right? A lot of turbulence. Everybody's jumping off, shifting into new energy. Very turbulent week. Going to feel a little, maybe a little overwhelming, and that's okay. You want to just kind of go, oh my, I need a nap. Take a nap. (laughs) Oh my, I need a walk by the river. Take a walk by the river. It's kind of wild. And uh, trust me, if you cancel an appointment on somebody, they'll be happy because they want to go lay down and take a nap too. Um, uh, Uranus this week sextiles series on the 14th, so that's a real creative energy that takes place. And then Neptune, of course, is talking to Vesta, so she's saying, do you throw away things in your house, release things you don't need? Do you really, really need that anymore? You're like, well, I kind of like it. It's a great week for, I often find with Neptune aspecting Vesta, I break something that I really didn't need anymore. (sighs) It's broken, so then I have to throw it away. (laughs) Unless I decide I'm going to glue it together, and then I go, really, you're going to have it sit around for like three years, and you're not going to glue it together. Throw it away. So it's a great week to throw away things. Um, Chiron stations direct, as we mentioned, at 4.56. He stations on the 15th. And, of course, that helps us all get in touch with our wounds. And then last but not least, Juno changes signs into Sagittarius after being in Scorpio. So she's setting herself free, freeing our partnership up. A lot of energy in terms of those planets. Think of all the planets that are changing signs this week. Lots of them. And remember, whenever a planet changes signs, it goes from an energy it's been comfortable in because it's been hanging out in it for a while into a new energy And usually the sign um, that it changes into doesn't really like the sign that happened before or looks at the sign that happened before and goes, oh, really? Like, okay, so it's Leo changing into Virgo. Now I have to clean up after your party? Yeah. No, it's Scorpio, Venus and Scorpio getting out of bed and going, okay, so I'm going to go out and pick up some coffee for us. 
She'd been rolling around in bed in Scorpio, and now she's got to go out for a hike and get the coffee because there's no cream in the refrigerator, right? Uh, Jupiter and – I know I've got bad analogies this week. Jupiter and and Saturn going – both of them going, okay, we are so out of this Capricorn sign. Now, Saturn doesn't mind going into Aquarius because that's his ruler, but Jupiter is going to be so happy. Uh, he's going to be so happy this week to get the heck out of it, be able to take off that 11 minutes of, you know, are we going to crash or not? Uh, and then he's flying. He's he's a happy guy. Um, yeah, it's a big week. Uh, sun and Sag, Mercury and Sag. Of course, Mercury and Sag is kind of a little bit truth-telling. Um, talks a lot, right? So forward energy on that too so this week right now today the moon's in sag can you tell because i'm talking a lot and i'm talking fast um so the moon in sag has a nice closing aspect of a, a conjunction to the sun that new moon it goes void tomorrow morning at 11 a.m on the full the f- new moon eclipse uh and then it goes into capricorn at 10:35. so the vo- moon's void all day tomorrow from 11:30, 11:17 on and it has this energy of happiness because it's in sag so it's a lot of abundance but it also is shift and change goes into capricorn on uh monday night at 10:35. it's in capricorn on uh tuesday wednesday thursday goes void at 12:34 um a.m in capricorn on uh thursday morning and that is a conjunction to jupiter so that's nice even though you know moons in capricorn is kind of a little grumpy moon but it's ending with a nice little visit to jupiter right before jupiter gets to go into aquarius so saturn goes into aquarius on the 17th venus of course goes into sag on the 15th um the sun and the sun goes into capricorn next week as does mercury um so then we're void uh, from 12.04. The moon goes into Aquarius, 1.27 in the morning, Thursday morning. These are all East Coast times. So it's all day Thursday, all day Friday, Saturday at 3.45 a.m. The moon goes void with sextile to the sun. So the Sag moon is pretty happy, or the Aquarius moon is pretty happy. Wednesday, or Friday, Thursday, Friday, and then early um, Saturday morning, 3.45. It's void in the morning, and then the moon goes into Pisces at 7.39 a.m., and right as it goes into Pisces, Jupiter goes into Aquarius at 8.07 a.m. So the moon's in Pisces Saturday, Sunday, Monday, uh, and it goes void at 5.25 a.m. Monday the 21st. Uh, right after the sun goes into Capricorn at 5.02 a.m. And on Sunday, Mercury goes into Capricorn at 6.07 p.m. So the Capricorn, the 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 Aquarius moon has a nice closing aspect, um, as I mentioned before. And then the Pisces moon, uh, Pisces moon 525, Pisces moon has a nice aspect of a sextile to Pluto. So basically the moons this week are all nice. Capricorn moon, of course, is a little intense, and the intense day will be Thursday. And then, of course, all the transitions this week, transition, 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 um, lots of transitions, lots of new beginnings lots of new directions, lots of things starting, all these planets changing signs. So to review, solar eclipse on Monday, Venus going into um, Sagittarius on Tuesday, Saturn going into Aquarius on Thursday, Jupiter going into Aquarius on Saturday. 
Mercury going into Capricorn on Sunday, the Sun going into Capricorn on Monday the 21st. And, of course, Monday the 21st also is when Jupiter and Saturn meet. So those two boys are ending a 20-year cycle this week, right? 20 years, 20 years. They last met in May of 2000. And that was when Max was born. My cat was born then. He was a little Taurus. Um, he would have been 21. You know, he's in his 21st year. So I, round, I do astrology math now. So he, he's in his 21st year because zero to, zero to one, you're living your first year of life. So Max left, you know. So there's going to be stuff that you've had in your life for 20 years that's going to leave this week, right? So just this week, next week. It's okay. It's done. You're good. We're going from Earth. We're going to air. Taurus was air. You know, the conjunction was an Earth 20 years ago. Taurus, going to air now. New ideas, new beginnings. Going from one by one by one. Going to groups. Big picture. Expansion. Right? That whole lot. That whole lot. Big changes. You're going to be okay. I promise, I promise. We're shifting, we're changing, we're starting new stuff. And in that turbulent change of excitement and new ideas and ending of old things, you just want to remember to breathe, to listen to music you find inspiring or supportive. I do I do recommend listening to Leonard Cohen sing Anthem. I've been playing it all day. <laughs> um, just Google it, A-N-T-H-E-M. He looks like a gruff kind of guy. He's the one that did the Hallelujah song. You know, the Hallelujah, Hallelujah. That one that's much more popular. But I tell you, the anthem one, the guy could write a lyric. So, uh, anyway, lots of love to you all. Happy, happy. You're going to be okay. It's an eclipse. Brings to light the things. Brings to light the things you need to see. That's what it's trying to do. Helping you see things. It's a new moon, new energy, new beginnings. Join for the new moon uh, webinar in uh, half an hour. See you later. Bye bye. <laughs>